following program is rebroadcast by the Armed Forces Radio Service to our fighting men overseas. Bristol-Myers, makers of Sal Hepatica for the Smile of Health, and True Shave, the beforehand lotion, present the Eddie Cantor Show. With Nora Martin, Bert Gordon, our Russian friend, Billy Gray, Leonard Seuss's orchestra, yours truly, Harry Bonzel, and starring Eddie Cantor. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We start our half hour with Leonard Seuss and the orchestra. Nora Martin and I giving out with... Well, what do you know? She smiled at me in my dreams last night. I dreams are getting better all the time. And what do you know? She looked at me in a different light. My dreams are getting better all the time. To think that we were strangers a couple of nights ago. And though it's a dream, I never dreamed she'd ever say hello. Oh, maybe tonight I'll hold her tight when the moonbeams shine. My dreams are getting better all the time. Well, what do you know? She smiled at me in my dreams last night. My dreams are getting better all the time. And what do you know? She looked at me in a different light. My dreams are getting better all the time To think that we were strangers a couple of nights ago And though it's a dream, I never dreamed she'd say hello Oh, maybe tonight I'll hold it tight when the moonbeams shine My dreams are getting better all the time Sweetheart, those dreams, those dreams dreams Our dreams are getting better all the time Thank you, Nora. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Harry, Harry, I'm so happy to have you back this week. Yeah, I know, Eddie. I, I was a fool to quit you. You were, Harry. Yeah. So near Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Hey, hey, Eddie, wait till you see the present I got you this year. Men's cologne. No, Harry, Harry, Harry. Please, not the same cologne you got me last Christmas. I'll never forget what I went through after sprinkling that stuff on me. What was the name of it? I'll walk alone. <laughs> That's what I had to do, brother. Nobody would get near me. <laughs> was it that bad? Was it bad? Harry, once while I was wearing that stuff, I walked past the skunk. You know what he did? What? Pulled off his white stripe, hung it on a stick, and waved unconditional surrender. <laughs> Harry, I, however, I do appreciate the spirit with which you give your presents. And speaking of Christmas, let's give the people a preview of some of Santa Claus's stops this year. You be Santa, and I'll be the people he meets. Jingle bells, jingle bells, Santa's on his way. His first stop is a sailor in California. Merry Christmas, sailor. Merry Christmas, sailor. I've been pretty lucky. I got stationed right here at Santa Monica. My barracks is just a stone's throw from Hetty Lamar's window. Well, well, what do you want for Christmas, sailor? A stone. <laughs> Santa Claus, Santa Claus, spreading joy and glee, puts the brakes on his reindeer at Washington, D.C. Bright and early? No, bright still asleep. I'm Steve Early. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you remind me.
remind me of a corny guy I know on the radio. <laughs> Name rhymes with Santa. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait. Tell me, what, what is it this year, Santa Claus? Well, I have a present for the president's grandchildren. A toy train. Sorry, we can't accept a toy train. The one you brought last year looked too real. What do you mean? Every time the train stopped, Eleanor tried to get on. <laughs> Jingle bells, Santa gets around. Now he stops a German in a captured Nazi town. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! What is it you say, Merry Christmas? Well, I'm Santa Claus. I come down people's chimney. Ah, you're too late. My chimney came down before you. <laughs> Why, look here. You mean you're not looking forward to Christmas? Aren't you going to hang up your stocking? In Germany, we don't even have a stocking. I'm the original Nazi with a hole in a stocking. <laughs> well, now, what would you like to hang up for Christmas? Adolf. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells, Santa's on the go. Now we find him talking to a Jap from Tokyo. Well... <laughs> Japanese soldier? Why do you look so sad? Uh, Japanese soldier, very unhappy, Santa Claus. Nipponese homeland suffer many ups and downs. Ups and downs. Ups and downs? Yes. Pretty soon they change name of capital to Tokyo. Yo. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Well. <laughs> Santa, how old are you, and what do you want for Christmas? Uh, I am a 28, and I want a knife to commit Harry Carey. Oh, now, only 28, and you want to commit Harry Carey? Why? No one in Japan want to be 29. <laughs> Yes, Mr. Kenner. Come in, Leonard. Uh, Leonard, uh, how is the romance between you and Nora getting along, huh? Well, that was our big Christmas surprise. Yeah? Nora spoke to her parents, and I spoke to mine. Yeah? Tomorrow, we're going down to get the license. The license? Yeah. Over the holidays, I'm taking Nora duck hunting. <laughs> Leonard, what do you mean hunting? You got a beautiful girl. You should be kissing her. In front of all those ducks? Wait a minute. Look, here's a surprise that'll make you even forget duck hunting. A surprise? Yes. And I'm serious about this. The Magazine Digest of America has just voted you the outstanding musical discovery of 1944. <laughs> Gee, I, I hardly know what to say. Well, you didn't get it for talking. You got it for playing that trumpet. So go ahead and give us your version of... St. Louis Blues!
out. Harry, I want you to get your hat and coat. I'm going to buy Eddie Cantor Bonzel Jr. his first Christmas tree. Oh, swell. Eddie, you're a wonderful guy. I'm, I'm glad we made up after that crazy fight we had. Yes, so am I. Harry, really, it broke my heart when I walked into that burlesque theater and saw you standing in the aisle. It, it really broke my heart. It did? Yeah, you were right in front of me. I couldn't see a thing. Really, I <laughs> Well, I uh, know. Really, it wasn't a bad job I had, you know. Men, I have here for your delight a famous Parisian chocolate bar with the nuts on the inside. <laughs> this famous chocolate bar sells for the price yes. of ten cents Harry. on this special Harry. holiday Harry. getaway yeah. budget bottle. Oh, excuse me. Harry, look, you're back on the program again. Yeah. You're away from all that. That's all passion, is barking at people. With the nit, yes, it's no yes, good. Yes, it's not you see, good. nowadays people aren't interested in ballyhoo. They're interested in facts. Facts? Yes, the truth. Like when you tell people how to feel better, faster. Oh, yeah. but of course, sure. Like when I say, ladies and gentlemen, when you wake up in the morning feeling sick and headachy, take a glass of sparkling sal hepatica. For sal hepatica taken then brings quick, gentle relief, usually within an hour. And that means you don't have to risk feeling miserable all day waiting till night to take a laxative. And besides quick, gentle relief, sal hepatica gives you another advantage. This famous saline helps sweeten an upset stomach by helping to reduce excess gastric acidity. So get a bottle of sal hepatica from your druggist, remembering this caution used only as directed. Then whenever you need a laxative, morning, noon, or night, see how much faster you feel better thanks to gentle, speedy sal hepatica. <laughs> find Eddie Cantor and Harry Von Zell shopping for Eddie Cantor Von Zell Jr.'s first Christmas tree. There were a lot of trees around, Harry. Yeah, huh? I was just... Hey, look at that real skinny-looking one over there. Gosh, I never saw such awful-looking limbs in my life. Yeah. I think they call that a spruce. No, my name is Myrtle. It's oh. Myrtle, Harry. It's Myrtle. No. I was busy unpacking some of that stuff you stand under when you want to get kissed. You know, muscle toe. No, 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 no Myrtle, it's, it's not muscle toe, it's, it's missile. When I want to get kissed, I've got to use muscle. Muscle. <laughs> Myrtle, Myrtle, look, we want to buy a Christmas tree. How much are they? Well, it's according to size. Yeah. The bigger the tree, the more money they are. I thought I'd like that cute little tree over there. The one, you oh, know? that one? Yeah. Shall I wrap it up or will you wear it on your lapel? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Never mind. It'll look beautiful when I decorate it. Why do you think I ought to trim it with? Another tree. <laughs> All right, Myrtle. Give him that $5 tree and here's your money. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You've made a wonderful church. Yeah. After all, it's Christmas. The Yuletide season. That's Yuletide. Yuletide, not Yuletide. Yuletide. Well, whatever it is, I've written a poem about you it. You have? Oh, yeah. good. I've seen a million Christmas trees. They're lovely and good-looking. Look, good-looking. <laughs> Looking? Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, it's better than Yuletide. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've seen a million Christmas trees. They're lovely and good-looking. But the tree I yearn for most of all is the one that grows in Brooklyn. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Goodbye. Happy Christmas and Noel, Noel. Don't say Noel to anyone from Brooklyn. <laughs> oh, come on, Harry. Let's get over to your house. Hey, gosh, this tree is heavy. It is, Eddie? Harry. What? Don't trim it while I'm carrying it. Get off. Get oh. off, Harry. Happy, we're all through trimming the tree. Now let's get the presents under it, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, the presents. Yes. Look at this music box I got for the baby. A music box? Yeah, a music box with the notes. On the inside. No. <laughs> oh, 
say, Eddie, speaking of the baby and Christmas presents, won't he be excited when he gets that $50,000? Yeah, I... Huh? Uh, well, Harry, what? You know, the, the trust fund you promised. A trust fund, Harry? I, a trust fund? Now, Eddie Cantor, just a minute. All I want here is a yes or no. Did you put $50,000 in the name of Eddie Cantor Bonsell Jr.? Well, Harry, to be very honest with you, I cut the amount in half. All right, Harry? Oh. $25,000? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boy, you're well scored, Eddie. $25,000 for Eddie Cantor Bonsell Jr. Well, Harry, since I cut the money in half, I also cut the name in half. So the bank has $25,000 in the name of Eddie Cantor. <laughs> when I make a promise, I keep it. You know me, kids. You know me. When you make a buck, you keep it, too. <laughs> Listen, I should have known better than to come back to work for you. Harry, now don't get mad all over again. You're an with... Indian giver. That's what you are, an Indian it's giver. It's a lie. I never gave anyone an Indian in my life. I don't do that. <laughs> and stop making me laugh. Making light of a thing. You know what I meant. You promised to give my kid $50,000. My kid, him whom I named after you. Ha- Harry, you don't understand. It's because I like you so much that I'm not giving the kid the money. Can't you see it? Can't you see it? No. Because you like me, you're not giving the kid the money? Yeah, don't you see? If I give him the trust fund, your kid's worth $50,000. In the meantime, you're working for me, and you know what I pay you? Yeah. Immediately in your kid's eyes, you're a bum. You know what I mean? <laughs> But if you don't give the kid the money and I go on working for you, yes? I'm still above. No, you're not, Harry. You're not. Every week I give you a tidy sum. It's too tidy. Why don't you make it a little more bulky and sloppy? <laughs> Look, Harry, when we made up last week and you came back to work, I gave you an adequate sum of money, didn't yeah. I? Adequate is right. Last week I had to quit to get it. <laughs> Yeah. There's another thing. You just pay me a straight announcer's salary. I don't get paid for those great jokes I throw in on the program. Yeah, Harry, you don't get hit either, so stop beefing. You know? <laughs> well, you broke your promise to my kid. I didn't. Well, you did. There's nothing left for me to do but walk out again. No, Harry. Listen, my kid doesn't need your money. He doesn't need a nickel of it. But don't come around asking for tickets. I Ticket? What tickets? When he's in Madison Square Garden fighting for the championship of the world, don't you come around for tickets. Can I get one little seat in the balcony? I... No. Nothing. I can see him in the ring now. The title is at stake. The bell rings. And my kid steps out. He leads with a left. He counters with a right. Both boys trading punches in the middle of the ring. And it's... Oh! Oh, it's a knockout! It's a knockout! Harry, who? Who's knocked out? I can't stand it. You look at him. I can't see. Remember, you wouldn't give me a ticket. (laughs) Would you look and see who it is, please? Harry, wait a minute. Harry, come down to earth, will you please? Heavyweight champion. Your kid's only six weeks old. He's got one little tooth. One little tooth? That other guy must have knocked the rest of them out. You see what you did? My kid's had to turn to the ring for a living. Get his teeth knocked out. Just because you wouldn't give him a measly $50,000. Listen, before I'd let him do that, I'd go back to my old job. You don't mean... Yeah. Sell my chocolate bars with the nuts on the inside. Not that, Harry. Please don't cry. I'll give the kid the trust fund. I'll call up my lawyers tomorrow. Mankiewicz, 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 and Mank. Mank? Yeah, him they couldn't get on the door. <laughs> you gonna give him the money? Yeah. Gee. I, I don't know how to thank you. Oh, for you that. don't have to thank me, Harry. Hollering it, we woke up the baby. What are you crying about, Eddie Cantor Von Zell Jr.? I bet you heard about the $25,000 trust fund. Yeah! 
$50,000. Goo. I love when he says that goo-goo. I bet you're trying to thank me. I wonder what he's actually trying to say when he says goo-goo. I'm not a fighter. If I was, I know the first guy I'd punch in the nose. Adequate. Adequate my job. P.U. I wish I was able to talk just so I could stop talking to my old man. That candy guy. Sure looks funny standing next to the Christmas tree. Hard to tell where the Christmas bulb ends and his eyes begin. <laughs> Monday, my mommy took me to the May Company, and I saw Santa Claus. Tuesday, we went to Bullock's, and I saw Santa Claus. And today, we went to the Broadway Hollywood, and Santa Claus was there. Poor Santa. Can't even keep a job. <laughs> I sure hope Popeye gives me that trust fund for Christmas. If I had $50,000, I could retire. Just sit in my carriage for the rest of my life. I'd have a private nurse with a big room of my own. Yeah, that's what I want. A nursery with a nurse on the inside. Wait a minute, Harry. I'll get it. Well, Nora Martin. Hello, Mr. Cantor. Hello, Harry. I'm glad you stopped over to the house. Are you all set for Christmas Eve? Oh, yes. I already have my bottle hanging by the fireplace. Bottle? You're supposed to hang up your stockings. I use leg makeup. Oh, <laughs> a perfect match for lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> well, kids, you, you know, all I want in my stocking is a bottle. A, a bottle in your stocking, Harry? A bottle of what? Truchet. Oh. Harry, Truchet is a hand lotion. Why should you want a bottle in your Christmas stocking? Well, I know Truchet is a hand lotion. It's a wonderful beforehand lotion. A lotion that helps keep hands so soft and smooth and lovely. But, Harry, why should you want a bottle of Truchet? Yes, and Truchet is the hand lotion that's different. Instead of putting your hand lotion on after you've done your work, Truchet is the kind of lotion that you put on before you do your work. Because it'll help protect your hands even in hot, soapy water. I know, Harry, but I... But give me no but it's that beforehand protection of Touche that helps guard your hands from the rough drying effects of the hot, soapy water, and so help keep your hands softer, smoother, and lovelier. Yes, but Harry, I can't believe it. You mean to stand there and tell us that all you want in your Christmas stocking is a bottle of Touche? Yeah, with Betty Grable holding oh. it. <laughs> set for the baby's first Christmas. Yeah, all but one thing, Eddie. I've got to get somebody to play Santa Claus. What's the matter with you, Harry? Oh, well, I was going to play Santa Claus, Eddie. In fact, I, I gave it a lot of thought, yeah. but in the end, I decided I was too thin. No comment, Harry. No comment. Look, but who are you going to get? Well, I don't know. One fella answered my ad with this Christmas card. A card? Let's see it. Yeah. If you need a Santa Claus to come down your chimney flue, then look no further, Father, because... How do you do? <laughs> Why, most yes. Of course. Sure thing. Or, ah, uh, my friends, there's good news tonight. Well, Russian, listen, on, on, you mean that on Christmas Eve you'll come to my house with the reindeer? 
even if it should snow, dear. <laughs> Be serious, will you? This is Harry Von Zell's baby's first Christmas. Do you know how to handle little babies? Mm, up to a certain point. Yeah, what, what do you mean? At a certain point, I hand them back. <laughs> better get rid of him. Let's give him a chance, Harry. Russian, what makes you think you're capable of being Santa Claus? Well, you see, yes. once a college engaged me to slide down the chimney of the boys' dormitory yes. with presents for all the young men. Mm-hmm. But somehow, yes. you hear me? Yes. Somehow, yes. I miscalculated and landed in the girls' dormitory. <laughs> Tell me, how did you do that? Careful miscalculation. <laughs> Santa Claus for our baby. You you couldn't be Santa Claus anywhere. Oh, oh, oh. I'd be a perfect Hollywood Santa Claus. All right. What would you leave Humphrey Bogart? A gun. Edward G. Robinson. Cigar. What would you leave Hedy Lamar? What are you waiting for? What would you leave Hedy Lamar? <laughs> <laughs> Who's leaving? <laughs> Listen, we're stuck now. Let him play Santa Claus. Okay, Russian, I'll give you just $5 if you play Santa Claus for Harry's baby. Mm. Listen, boss, Santa Claus, I don't mind to play, but every union Santa Claus gets seven bucks a day. Take my advice, pay the price, my suit I'll start impressing. The OPA says you must pay for extra Russian dressing. Use the Russian as Santa Claus. No, no, he'll jazz it up. Look, Harry, I'll be Santa like I was last year. Remember the victory we had and how beautifully it was decorated? Oh, yes. It was pretty, Eddie. You remember when you gave out the Christmas presents around the tree there and Nora sang? Oh, yes. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the one special announcement. Will you stand by, please? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Go ahead. Thank you. Hello, New York. This is the Eddie Cantor Show in Hollywood, calling National Commander Edward N. Charbeling of the American Legion. Come in, New York. Hello, Eddie Cantor. You have done a grand job in stimulating Christmas gifts 
for Yanks Who Gave. On behalf of more than 12,000 posts of the American Legion and over 9,500 auxiliary units, I extend our appreciation. I am happy to report the results. Through the combined inspiration of your weekly broadcast since September 27th, the cooperation of department stores, and the intensive work of Legion departments, posts, and auxiliaries, more than one million packages are now ready for distribution to men in hospitals. And we want you to know that two million men and women in the Legion and auxiliary units are proud, Eddie Cantor, to sponsor with you this Christmas gift campaign. The American Legion thanks you and your sponsors, the Bristol Myers Company, and the Legion and Auxiliary extends to all in the hospitals, Yanks who gave best Christmas wishes. Thank you, Commander Scheibeling. Thanks to each and every member of the American Legion and its auxiliary. This is one of the happiest moments of my life. And I know what it will mean to every sick and wounded man in the service hospital in the United States to know, when Christmas comes, that the people of America have once again proved that they will never forget those Yanks who gave. I love to spend each Wednesday with you. Listen in again next week at the same time, won't you? And in the meantime, don't forget the two products that make our Wednesdays together possible. Sal Hepatica for the Smile of Health and Truche the Beforehand Lotion. Sal Hepatica, Truche. Good night and Merry Christmas to you all. As Minute Rub's active menthol vapors help relieve that stuffed-up feeling in the nose and throat. And pretty soon, you're feeling comfortable in spite of the cold. So get yourself a jar of Minute Rub and help relieve those uncomfortable cold symptoms. Remember, it takes only a minute to start getting Minute Rub's welcome relief. This is the National Broadcasting Company. KFI Los Angeles. Transcribed.